Hello, everybody. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis, entering the building. <laughs> and it's your boy, A. Chaga Ponchy Walker, Dirty Chalker, None Inlet, and Scruffzilla Grays, killing it in a million ways. And we are in the building. This is going to be me and Aaron holding it down today. Maurice is out of town, but he'll be back on a future episode. But either way, me and Aaron got this shit, period. Hell yeah. How you doing, big bro? <laughs> Uh, I'm like I told you before, I'm a little stressed, but at the same time, I'm cool. That's good. That's good. You know, I'm glad that you're still holding your head through all the stress that's going on because you got a lot going on. So, oh, yeah, I'm glad you're holding it down. Um, any new developments you want to share with the pod for this that happened to you this week or? Um, nah, work just been crazy. Okay. Okay. Just busy. Yeah, just just busy, but busy, not crazy. But you know, glad I still got a job. So hallelujah, because it's scarce out here. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's scarce, but um, I'm glad. I'm glad you you still employed. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my week was pretty good. I'm trying to think of anything major happened. Not really. Oh. Uh, you know, I was on vacation um, yeah. all last week. Going back to work, first day is kick my ass. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I didn't sleep um, very well the night before, mm-hmm. so yeah, I was tired. It, it was it was a hot mess. You know, you all you know how that is. That first day you go back from a vacation, oh, yeah. it's rough. It's rough, oh, yeah. but we got through it. Um, but yeah, my vacation ended up being pretty cool didn't do much you know just kind of relaxed um I had something specific that I did every day but it was on my terms which makes me happy I I love doing things on my terms I love having the freedom to do what the hell I want to do it's nothing like it you know I grew up in a very strict household I wasn't given a lot of um rope to to fall on so now that I'm adult I'm an adult I, I take full advantage of that and I truly get bliss out of being able to just make my own decisions and do what I want to do. It sounds very like um, small or not important, but for somebody that grew up like I did, it, it, it's everything. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta you gotta enjoy the small things, right? Yes, yes. I, I you know, my thirtieth went well. You know, I, yeah. I, I'm in the thirty club and thirty burger. You know, dirty thirty, all that bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, I'm happy. I'm at peace and I'm just happy for the future. I'm, 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 I'm hopeful, you know, I'm I'm hopeful. I haven't been hopeful for things in a long time. I had a lot of stress in my twenties, a lot of finances, a lot of trauma, a lot of, you know, a big major death, obviously. And it's just been, it's been a fucking whirlwind this entire decade. So I'm ready to just enter on in to the next chapter. I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> um, by entering into the next chapter, though, I have to hold myself accountable for some things that I have said on this podcast and some narratives that I no longer agree with that I have been pushing, that I pushed on this podcast. Okay. So I'm going to take a moment of reckoning here. So I want to say, I don't know how many episodes ago, but when they first came out with this COVID vaccine, um. I was very ignorant to the information because there wasn't a lot of information out there. I don't think at the time that I had stated these things. 
And I feel like I spoke a little too soon. Um, while I do still think that I had not heard of a vaccine being done this fast, due to more research that I have been doing, I now realize that they have been working on this type of vaccine for decades because we had SARS-1 and this is a version of SARS-2. So therefore there has been some sort of something okay. that works for a very long time to eradicate this type of virus. Has it been this one specifically? No. But has it been something in this wheelhouse to where they have something to go off on versus they just woke up one day and started mixing shit together in a lab and said, oh, boom, here's the vaccine. No, that is not the truth. And although I do still feel like culturally, um, us as Black people have the right to be skeptical due yeah. to our past and the gen and it's been passed on to generation and generation of this you know, the Tuskegee experiment. If you don't know what it is, guys, Google it. We've talked about it enough on here. Just Google it. Yeah. Um, so I do feel like we have some sort of um, reason to feel that way. But I'm basically leading up to the fact that I will be going ahead and getting the vaccine. Um, I feel like I did speak ignorantly um, prior to, as of recent, doing more research um, about the vaccine. I didn't really know a lot. I just knew that as a black woman, um, knowing about our history, I just was skeptical, period. Yeah. Um, so I do want to do what I call myself a vaccine retraction. <laughs> and I want to say that everyone should have the right to choose. No one should be forced to go either way. Yeah. I just ask that our listeners just do the research that they need to do before making a decision. Don't base it on propaganda. Don't base it on what they say on Twitter. Don't base it on none of that. Base it on numbers and statistics and the real reasoning behind it. And if it's a religious reason, that's fine too. But just have a substantiated argument versus, I don't know, hell no. I don't know about that. Like that, that's not a, do, do some, basically I'm saying do some research. But like I said, I'm going to be getting the vaccine. Um, am I nervous? Yeah, of course. Of course, I'm nervous. You know, I'm nervous for any shot though. Like, that's just my nature. I'm a naturally paranoid person. Right. Um, but I just wanted to say, everybody, just do your own research. That, that's, yeah. that's what it comes down to. Do your own research and actually do research. Don't base it off of social media, your decision. Right. Because they can lead you left, right, around, and twist you up and down. <laughs> but you just need to make sure that you know the proper information before going into it. And based on the information that I found, based on the number and statistics I have found, based on the research that I have done, I feel um, mentally sound enough to make the decision to get the vaccine. So I'll be getting my dose one this week. Okay. I'll let you guys know how that goes. Um, and then obviously three weeks from tomorrow when I'll be getting this or three weeks from whenever, um, I will give you guys, I'll get the dose too and I'll give you all an update then. So I just wanted to say that if anybody was led astray based on what I had to say about the vaccine, I sincerely apologize. That was not my intention. I just was ignorant in the moment because there really was, I think we talked about this like they came out with this maybe like October, November type shit. So there was not a lot of information out there 
based on numbers and how people are reacting to it and things like that. Fast forward to March, April-ish, there's a lot more information about it. Um, a lot more testing has been done and the rate of adverse effects from the podcast, meaning like death or like huge, well, number one, no one has died from this vaccine yet. From what I, from based on the research I found, if there, if that's not true, y'all send me the articles for real. I'm open to it. Um, from a credible source, by the way, from a credible source. Right. Not um, stuck in Mama 19 posting things about, oh, I'm not getting the vaccine, child. No, 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 I don't want none from that person. Incredible sources. Um, but yeah, so that's that's basically what I wanted to say about that. Any thoughts about that, Aaron, that you want to add to um, it? Or you want to just move on? Well, I got to say, since you're, well, it's not because of you, but because of my own research, I've actually seen a lot more promising things, um, a lot of things that have actually convinced me that, okay, maybe I should go ahead and get this and get it now before, you know, it might be a little bit too late, you know, so, um, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally leaning more, more towards uh, getting the vaccination. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm maybe a couple steps away, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely something that, that I'm considering more than I was in the, in the past weeks. So. Yes. Yes. Like I said, when this, when this vaccine first came out, it was a hard hell no. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a hard hell no. But as time went on, more research that I've done, more numbers have been coming out about the effects on the aftermath of getting it, you know, because I was never going to rush and get anything, period. I was never going to be the first to try it. I was never going to do any of that. That was not going to happen. I, like I said, I think I said that this on this podcast that I wanted to wait it out and see how it goes with other people. Yeah. (laughs) The months that has gone by. I think I've waited out and seen based on numbers and things like that, um, what, how other people are affected by it. And I can make an informed decision based on that. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and do that. And also, aside from the numbers and statistics, I had a lot of people at my job pass away from coronavirus. We have a lot of older men that work for us and a lot of them did pass away or have really severe bouts with it. And I feel like I owe it to the people that I cared about that passed away to if since if there's a way out to take it in, in yeah. their name, you know what I mean? And to honor them. Um, because they didn't get a chance, they didn't make it long enough to get a chance to have it. And because I've been given this opportunity at life by God or whoever y'all may believe in, um, I, I need to, I feel like I need to take that and and run with it, you know, because not Most a lot definitely. of people are lucky. You know what I'm saying? So Most definitely. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to get that out because I've, I've been, it's been on my heart and, you know, the pod, y'all my fan bam. So I had to, you know, get it out on here. Mm-hmm. So moving on, <laughs> back to more weird, crazy shit. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so, so did, did you see that they're going to be doing another versus? I know you don't really pay attention to the verses like that. But they're going to be doing one that I'm interested in. It's SWV versus Escape. A word? Yes. I feel like that's a good one. I feel like that's a good one. That might be a good one. Now, I do feel like SWV predates um, Escape a little yeah. bit. Um, so I feel like the sounds are kind of different. 
I feel like a more accurate would have been SWV versus TLC. Personally, I feel like that would have been a little more accurate. Although I think TLC mm-hmm. would win that in the landslide. To be <laughs> honest, to be per- to be honest, they definitely had. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get fucked up. SWV had hits. Okay, the, and mm-hmm. all three of them ladies can sing their ass off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But um, as far as like, if we're going numbers for numbers for numbers. It definitely would have been TLC in that. But who you got? You got SWV or do you got Escape? Um, I would probably actually go with SWV, but I mean, I got some memories with Escape as well. So like, it's it's all nostalgia for me, right? You know, I, I was in like middle school and high school, listening to, to all of their music and whatnot. Yes. Yeah, you was out. You know, you was out there with your little Jerry Curl juice, trying to get the ladies. You know what I'm saying? No, never mind. That was past your time. Never mind. Never mind. No, I wasn't out there with the Jerry Curl juice. I <laughs> did, however, I did, however, have a couple S curls. Um, S curls. Yeah. Late middle school, early high school. I, I had a couple mm-hmm. of those. <laughs> um, I'm just telling y'all right now that shit burned. Right. I can, I, I've never experienced putting it in my head, but I've heard stories of gentlemen, you know, trying to get that look going. And it's just not, it's not the, it's a painful process, but beauty is pain. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you know, to get the ladies, you know, that was a style back then. The ladies wanted mm-hmm. the curly, like Puerto Rican hair. I don't know why back then that was a thing, but that was the thing. So. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I knew that part. But I didn't know how to actually take care of my hair. Now I know how to take care of my hair, and I can get my hair to look like that right. without the curls. So, and I mean, had I known back then what I know now, I'd, I'd have been a sexy motherfucker. <laughs> you are so silly. Um, I know that um, now we're on the, the natural movement, so everybody's trying to be natural and let the you know let the let the naps fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that personally, you know. I, you know, I'm not gonna say I'm with that. I support that because Morgan okay. will wear her weave till she dies. I'm just saying Morgan's a weave head. I'm not apolog- apologizing for it at all. It, this is what it is. I grew up in. Unfortunately, I grew up in the generation where we was getting perms to get our hair straightened, like the white girls. We was doing all that. I am a product of that. I have not outgrown that as of yet. Now, don't get me wrong. My hair under all this weave is natural. There's no product. There's no straightener. It's, 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 if I take this off, I got an afro. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I'm naturalish, but okay. Okay. I like, I, I'm not going to apologize for liking um, what Madam CJ Walker, a black woman, started. Okay. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. You know, well, another thing about the whole natural movement. A lot of guys, and my brother's got this whole thing going on too, where he's he's done the whole sponge thing to kind of have, give it a certain texture. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I got one of those sponges too, and I could never get it to work the right way. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll get I'll get my my trusty pick and I'll pick it out and everything's cool. And I'll be sitting there, you know, shaping it and patting it and all that good jazz. Mm-hmm. So I'm a product I'm a product of that part of it, but. Uh, back in the day, if we ever had that whole texture going on, like we used to get clowns. Yes. We used to get clowns, something yes. was so crazy. Like, and that that's where a lot of the roast sessions came from and whatnot. So it was just like, all right, well, shit, uh, I mean, it's my hair and I can't help it now. 
now it's like, oh, okay, well, this is my hair. Uh, and I got 50 other people that are trying to get the same texture, so. Exactly, like, now, it's so funny how the world works, man, like, yeah. I remember back in the day, I got bullied for a lot of things, but one of the things I got bullied for was sometimes my mom wouldn't brush out uh, my kitchen in the back. Yeah. So I had what they called in the Black, our cultural colloquialism, BBs is what they called it. Yeah. So they used to call me BB queen. Fuck y'all hoes. Whoever, y'all know who y'all are. Fuck y'all hoes. Okay. That used to fucking that used to fuck me up. Like, damn, I'm like, well, you, you, you a baby queen. Black girl, little black girls, man. Why are we so mean to each other? I don't understand yeah. it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's so crazy. But but you know, you know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people would, would see that nowadays and be like, oh, okay, well, shoot, you got a natural, a natural coil curl going on back there mm-hmm. and that's, that's what it would be exactly so, exactly and like to, to piggyback off that the we can get into the whole natural um the body positive movement i yeah. had that shit when i was a kid right i didn't hear i didn't see nothing about a body positive movement so i was already in my 20s like it, it it's sometimes i'm bitter about that because that could have did a lot for me like i've always been a chubby yeah. girl um so and and you know that wasn't acceptable back in the late 90s early 2000s that was still a taboo sort of yeah. thing so it, it that would have done a lot for me but I'm, I'm glad the little girls coming up behind me got that positivity they'll it'll yeah, save the world's true. load of mental health issues for sure most definitely most definitely like i got some mm-hmm. shit i'm still working through because of that whole shit growing up in that era so yeah Shit's crazy. It's it's wild how that how how the tables turn, right? It is. It is. You know, I just gotta, you know, I gotta respect it because that's just how the world works. You know, all the trends and everything kind of just circles around twice over. You talk to, I bet you if you talk to your grandparents, they've probably seen a lot of these trends back in their day. It just it's just a recycling oh, effect <laughs> back over. It'd be a good 50 times over that they didn't seen stuff. Exactly. You know, They've been around for a good while, so mm-hmm. they probably they've seen the world turn around twice over. Like that, that's that's truly a blessing. Like I, I really respect and love our elders in this world, especially our black elders. Like they've seen so much change. I can't even imagine like what they be yeah. thinking on a daily basis. You know, a lot of them. I'm I'm glad that a lot of people in that generation got to see a black president. That's one thing that they probably thought they would never see in a right. world. Shit, I thought I'd never see it in my lifetime, to be honest. <laughs> you and me both. And it probably, if that, that's why, you know, my grandparents, when that happened, aside whether you guys agree with his policies, Obama and all that stuff, aside from that shit, like, when my grandparents and that happened, I saw my grandfather cry for the first time. Mm. He was like, you don't understand how hard life was back in, like, the civil rights movement era and predating that. Like, my own grandmother rode in the back of the bus here in Wichita, Kansas, rode in the back of the bus. Like, it, it, and that was only like mid sixties. Yeah. So it's just, it, the shit is crazy, man. Like it's crazy what I've, what our elders have seen and thank God for them that they're still here. A lot of them us are still here to tell the story and to kind of pass that on along to generation to generation, like blessings. You know what I mean? Like, do you ever have those talks with your grandparents every now and then, just about you know what the how they see the world and what like those those are really good conversations to have. 
Oh yeah, most definitely. It's crazy. Yeah, like it's it's, it's crazy. Um, mom, my mom was born in, born in '62, and where I, I'm not exactly sure where. Like without looking it up, I'm not exactly sure where she was. Um, when when segregation finally ended, it was either it was either before or a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom was born but like she had to she had to she had to see signs that said whites only mm-hmm. you know she had to see the, the the signs on the fountains and whatnot that said whites only mm-hmm. so um you know it's like whether whether or not she was born before or after like those signs and stuff were still around and yeah. and restaurants and and different different establishments were still you know kind of kind of doing that whole thing so like it's it's a trip to see that with my mom, but then my grandparents they didn't see that and then so. Mm-hmm. So it was just the, the the amount of stories that come out of out of grandparents are are wild. I bet <laughs> it, I bet you've seen some real shit. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they and they talk about it the way that they talk about it. But my grandparents talk about it is like it happened yesterday. Really? So and they got good memory. Yeah, and that's that's what gets me is that they talk about it like it was yesterday, and it's I don't know it's just so vivid and it paints a picture for me and I'm I just be like in awe of everything that has happened and that uh that that could have happened. Mm-hmm. So like it's 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 a trip. It's definitely it's, a trip. Like I said, it's important to soak that shit up. Like this conversation actually has me thinking. I need to talk to my dad more about that time in our lives. Like. That, that time in his life growing up you know he was born in 59 so he saw a lot of shit um going on my mom she was born in 61 so she saw a lot of stuff I think I want to say when Ruby Bridges when segregation um ended and Ruby Bridges went down that walk you know into the school I think that was like 1964 65 yeah I had to guess yeah. something like that which is insane to me because that means Ruby Bridges is only what like I think she was six when that happened she's only like mid 60s yeah. That's not that long ago. In my opinion, no, no, I look no, at things. No. We're not that far removed. So, you know, it, it even though it's like it's 2021, why are we still seeing police brutality? Why are we still seeing that? It really wasn't that long ago. We're not that far removed. We we still have so many more years of slavery versus years out of slavery. So it's right. like it, it, it's it's just some shit we gotta work through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. We're we're definitely gonna have uh, a few more generations that have to be that have to be reminded of what's happened in the past, so they can get through to mm-hmm. the future. Absolutely. We're gonna have a couple more of those. So absolutely. So I want to get into some more of the bullshit. You know, we went we had a little serious, you know, black 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 conversation. So let's move on to the bullshit. And you know, we got to have bullshit sometimes. You know, we got to switch it up. I feel you. I feel you. We got to get to the shenanigans. So there is something I want to see that I want to know what your opinion on this is. I've seen this on Twitter. I just want to know what your opinion on this is. Okay. So someone tweeted, you tell a woman, I'll pay all your bills, but you got to do all the cooking and cleaning. Like, and they say, do I like, do I look like a slave? Is that mental illness? Wait, wait, wait. Say that one more time. So as a man, you tell, basically as a man, you tell a woman, I'm going to pay all the bills. You just got to cook and clean. And then the woman says, do I look like your slave? How would you respond to that? 
Let's have some fun. Honestly, honestly, I would I would expect I would expect whatever female that I said that to to swing on me after that after right. I said that to her. But uh, even if she didn't, it'd just be like one of those things where it's like, all right, well, that's how you feel about it. Then let's slice everything down the middle and we can figure it out from there. Because <laughs> I mean, if it's not happening at that point. You know, and honestly, real talk, real talk, I wouldn't mind being that one. I wouldn't mind being that one that actually did the cooking and the cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, now I wouldn't I wouldn't actually just stay home for her to do the cooking and the cleaning. But if the circumstances called for that, you know, I got if I got the kids and, you know, I'm I'm I can actually do the cooking and do the cleaning and still take care of the kids. And all she's got to do is go to work and bring home, bring home the bread. You know, times have changed to where, like, if that if that situation happened that way, I'd be down for it. I'd, I I would do it. I mean, of course, I'd have my own little my own little thing on the side to where I can have some kind of cash flow going on. But at the same time, you know, both men and women can stand in that role now. Right. So, I think that I'd you know. I, I, that sums it up nicely, in my opinion. Basically, what I thought when I read this is, well, someone responded. Let me before I even get into that, someone responded to the tweet and said, "What is the benefit for a woman who pays all her own bills and takes care of herself to enter into a relationship with a man and have to pay 50-50? You were kind of breaking up when you said that. Say it one more time. Okay. Okay. So a, a reply to this tweet okay. was, um, "What benefit does a woman have entering to entering entering into a relationship with a man where she has to pay fifty fifty when she's paying and paying all her own bills by herself?" What benefit? What benefit? I would think what benefit she would have. What benefit she would have is she would have somebody she can communicate with, and. Uh, can prove not only to him that she's trustworthy, but he can also prove to her that he's trustworthy. So, I mean, it's, that's a whole compatibility kind of thing. I I, I would, I would say, um, go ahead. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, to piggy, to, to go back to, to respond to the original tweet, um, as a woman myself who works, has always worked, yeah. Who, who will always work, who will always have her own money. That's just my mom, you know, instilled in me that that is something to be prideful about as a woman to, to be able to work and pay your own bills. Because she worked throughout my entire childhood and on. She always worked. So that's where I get it from. So as a yeah. woman who has always worked, taking care of herself, paying her own bills, blah, 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 blah. Um, sometimes when I get off work, I don't feel like cooking and cleaning. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm tired. Tired, boss. I'm tired. Okay. I've been at work all motherfucking day, 40 hours a week. I don't feel like cleaning for your ass, cooking for your ass. Okay. At that point, that's when I feel like it needs to be a a partnership. 50-50. Like maybe I cook certain nights of the week. Maybe you cook certain nights of the week. Maybe um, I clean the bathroom. Maybe you clean the room, the the bedroom. Like, I feel like that's when it needs to be, uh, you know, give and take, tick for tap type of thing. Now, 
do I understand the women who want their men to pay for everything and they put their feet up? I do, because don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'll play fucking working. You know how nice it would be to sit on my ass and then have a nigga pay for my shit? It'd be great. I'd love it. So don't get me wrong. I understand that sentiment. I understand why the women feel the way they do. Um, But for a woman like me, it would never work for me because I would constantly be thinking like, okay, this nigga could really just kick me out on my ass and I ain't got shit. You know what I mean? Or even yeah, if a man felt like, even if there was, it was the tables were turned, and in this relationship, the woman paid for everything because she make more than a man, and the man sit on his ass, play video games all day, and just chill while the woman pay all the bills. Even if it was on that scenario, the woman could just be like, "I'm tired of you get out the house, and you ain't got shit." Yeah. I always feel like people just need to have their own, even if you're not using it at the moment. So even if you're a stay-at-home wife. Um, you don't do anything throughout the day, you, or you do what you want to do throughout the day. You still need to have like maybe a savings account with a little something in it. So just in case shit go awry, you you good, you out there, you can get your own spot, you can do your own thing. You're not fully reliant on this man, or as a man, you're not fully reliant on this woman. I just think that everybody needs to be able to have their own and not to put all their eggs in one basket. Because let me tell you something about life, <laughs> baby. Life will humble the fuck out of you. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. It definitely got me this uh, this past week. So, man, listen, you you think life's going left, you and then it's just go right all of a sudden, okay? You think the tides is low, baby? The tides is high as hell, okay? Like, it, life is is crazy like that. That's one thing I have learned in my little thirty years on this damn earth is that don't expect shit because what you expecting will never happen. Exactly. What the scenarios you have in your mind, throw it in trash. Because <laughs> it ain't going to happen like that most of the time. So, But that that's my little two cents. I just wanted to see what your two cents on that was. Because I thought that was hilarious. Like a, a different way to look at it. I just wanted to get your, your opinion on that. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about um, the topic of the week. Uh-oh. The topic of the week is your boy. I'm gonna take my horse to the old road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, Little Nas X, which I still don't understand his name. Why are you Little Nas X? What is that? But, you know, maybe I need to look into that more. I don't know. But your boy was in the news this week. Because yes, he was. He dropped a new record, new song, new video. Um, and in the video, he was, quote unquote, had, well, in the new video, he had satanic images. And he was, quote unquote, twerking on the devil. And another part of the, um, literally twerking on the devil. Another part of the video, he's on a stripper pole, stripping his way down to hell. Um, and then, aside from that, <laughs> he... <laughs> He put out his own shoe um, with satanic images and I guess a drop of human blood in the bottom of the sole. Um, they were on sale for 1018. I don't know what that has to do with satanic or how that's connected to sat- Satanism, but it is. I'll look that up later. Um, well, it was something else. The, it cost 1018. He, oh, he was, um, he, he printed up, not printed up, but he produced 666 
pears. Okay. And it was something else that had to do with like a, a satanic something. Well, as an update, he did sell out of his sneakers within 30 seconds of posting them online. 30 seconds. Oh, shit. So, um, somebody went to fucking Satan shoes, okay? Just saying. Somebody went to Satan shoes. So, you know, a lot of the backlash he was getting, um, which, mind you, this backlash has lasted five days, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, And if he was trying to make a wave or get publicity, he did it. He got got exactly what he was looking for, if that's what he was looking for. Um, But there's a lot of people saying, oh, this is the devil, you know, you can't be, you know, supporting this, and oh, he's an evil, he's a demon, blah, 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 he worships the devil, all this stuff. Uh, And all these think pieces that came out about how um, I'm not letting my kids listen to Old Town Road, and um, why would he do something like that? It it, It just caused a big fucking stir. Before I get into my thoughts, and what is, did you see all this? What you think of it? What did you see? Well, I seen bits and pieces of it. I definitely did not see the video <laughs> with him riding a stripper pole to hell. Yes. Or giving, giving Satan a lap dance or whatever. <laughs> I haven't seen that part yet. I might, I might spare myself from that. But <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, I did see the shoe. Uh, with the pentagram on it and the 666. Mm-hmm. My my thing is this, my thing with this is I don't know who where's he getting the blood from to put it in there. I I feel like I feel like just saying that there's a drop of blood in, in every shoe was just more a part of the 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 marketing campaign. Yes. You know, I mean even the box, the box that the shoes came in had all kinds of dark and Satan satanistic kind of uh images on it so uh really really it seems like really it seems like he was he was he's been trolling everybody you know mm-hmm. uh, now don't get me wrong i'm not no suit no super huge uh little nas x fan like i honestly y'all can't they, the, the listeners y'all can hate me if you want to <laughs> i never really liked old town road sorry but i you know with him being a black artist i did support him in the in the fact that you know he's a black creative and i'm a black creative we're black creatives here on the Mm -hmm. podcast and you know by all means let's let's support each other in that sense um as far as his music goes i've never heard more than two songs of his one of them being old town road and i think there was one other one where in the music video he was uh I don't know. He was wearing a bunch of anime-looking kind of robot costumes and whatnot. Like it, it seemed like it was a cool song, and it popped at the time. So I mean, rock on. Um, I've never been much of a fan of his though. So when it comes to when it comes to the shoes and whatnot, I don't know. I guess I can just kind of look past or look around everything and be like, oh yeah, I see what he did there. <laughs> it was like a big marketing campaign. Um, and then two, and then two, you know. On the flip side of that, him being a young black gay man in the creative space that he's in, um, there's there's no how do I say that? There's there's no let up from from the, the outside world, you know, mm-hmm. meaning that him being who he is, the black the young black man who happens to be uh, who happens to be gay, um, 
he's always got he's always got eyes on him and foul words coming towards him mm-hmm. the insults are endless you know yes. um and this might be his his way of dealing with that right you know the 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 fact that he's gay and he's doing a, he did old town road like don't get me wrong i've heard um and this is not my opinion but i've heard all kind of crap about him when he did the old town road video Mm-hmm. Um, how you know nobody wants to see a, a gay cowboy or anything like that um so you know things like that came about and it was just like oh well shit um the video was actually kind of cool um but in that space you know i can see how that can get on how, how that can get to somebody now with him being the creative that he is and having the teams that he works with putting out a shoe putting out a video and putting out a song uh, to go along with that video, you know, that that seems like the perfect response to all of the crap that he would have gotten, whether it been face-to-face or it been online, all of the crap that he's ever gotten uh, coming up in, uh, coming up in high school um, uh, and then uh, coming up in the, in the, the industry, like all of that shit, this seems like a perfect response to all of that. Um, so in that sense, in that sense, I say, yo, rock on. Um, I don't stand with all of the Satanism type stuff, but then at the same time, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, it's like, I'm not the super religious type either, but, you know, having the, the pentagram and telling everybody there's blood in the shoes, I'm just like, look, uh, <laughs> it's a different way, but that's little Nas X, that's his thing, so Right, and and to piggyback off that, I have a lot to unpack here because a lot, a lot, I have a lot of feelings. So, to bring it on back, I did like Old Town Road. I did like the song. Okay. Um, now, I, I think I think we talked about it on here um, when it first like leaked and dropped, which is almost three years in April. It dropped. I don't know why I know that. Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> We talked about how it was getting backlash in the country community because it not being a country record to them. Um, I think we did report on that. And, you know, before even knowing Lil Nas X, before even knowing anything about him, you know, we as Black people, we're going to support other Black people, period. You know, especially like you said, especially Black creatives. We're going to support you out the gate right off the bat until you do support. You know, that's just how we are when it comes to supporting people. You know what I mean? Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're right. So, you know, we supported him. We used to be big him up. You know, don't get me wrong. Maurice argues that that is not a country song. And sometimes I feel that way, too, because, I mean, yeah, you got Billy Ray Cyrus on it. Yeah, you got a country twang on it. But I'm hearing 808s and um, all types of other sounds. So, eh, you know, it, it's genre bending. I'll give you that. It, it, it definitely goes outside of each but you can place it in a box you can't really place it in a box so anyway 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 um so I did like Old Town Road um I did delve into the other records that did come out on he had an EP um I liked all of those songs personally I did so I I'm a little Nas X fan of his music I am I do like his records I do like his songs his visuals are always on point always um always to the extreme Definitely could tell the label was spending a lot of money with, on him. He was definitely their cash cow. 
I mean, he has a diamond record. So, I mean, and that's like one in a million as an artist. So, of course, the label won't put all the money into him just for him to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. With that being said, um, am I at all surprised at his use of imagery in his music? No, because he's always used very, like, expensive, um, crazy theatrical things in his music videos. Now, again... Morgan don't support no devil, no Satanism, none of that shit. I definitely ain't with that shit at all. But um, I am, I am a creative first. And yeah. I feel like any artist should have the freedom to express themselves however they feel artistically um, able to do. So I'm not going to hate on him doing the satanic shit, all that, because that is what he wanted to do with his art. Um, as time has gone by since this video has come out within the last five days, a lot of things have been surfacing. Um, he has been responding to tweets, basically saying, fuck everybody. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to post what I want to post. Fuck y'all niggas. Yeah. Um, one of the responses he did have was the fact that, like, I think you had mentioned it in your response, that he had struggled with his sexuality um, throughout his teenage years. Yeah. And basically, this video is, was a big fuck you to those people. And he said, basically, you guys made me feel like, you know, shit, telling me that I was going to go to hell and all this stuff. Well, guess what? I'm going to hell now, and y'all don't like it. And if y'all don't, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do what I want to do. So if I go to hell at least I could say I was in this life being myself. It's basically the the, the spin he's putting on it. <laughs> well, I can't do nothing but respect it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I Most definitely. I can't. I think that another reason why this backlash is happening is because people aren't used to, like, seeing, I guess, artists or creative people or people in the limelight being truly authentic to themselves. And also, you know, we, we live in an apology culture. In, in in this world. You know, cancel culture is real. They will come at you like rabid dogs. They have nothing else better to fucking do. And we're used to seeing celebrities retract and apologize. Yeah. This is not what Lil Nas X is doing. He is standing firm saying that, hey, I put the video out. Hey, I got a shoe with blood in it. Suck my dick. <laughs> this is what he's basically saying. <laughs> and that's it. That's real. That's real. Like I said, I'm all for any artist truly authentically being themselves. So if this is what he felt like his art needed to portray in the moment, I support it, period. Now, like I told y'all, I ain't with that devil shit. I'm with Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm with that, with that man. Okay, but. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember where that came from. <laughs> to that guy listen shout out to that guy um i'm with the lords and all that but i'm also with artists being able to have artistic freedom to do what they want to do and because the label has pushed a lot of money behind this man he is basically he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do that's a great place to be in so if he decided to go to hell and then twerk on the devil little nice do your thing man i it ain't my business it ain't my business okay <laughs> so yeah <laughs> I think, I'm not going to shout out this person's name because I don't know if they want to be shout out, but they posted a status on Facebook that I agree with that I'm going to read real quick. Okay. They said, 
Listen, little Nas X is a grown adult. He doesn't have to make you happy or soothe your conveniently moral spirit. I know this is a radical idea, but one thing you could always do is dot, 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 not watch the video, which hell yeah. People only care, this, listen, <clears throat> this next sentence I'm gonna read is just, is bars on bars on bars, okay? He said, people only care about what God thinks when it comes to the LGBT community. I promise you, you all will be okay. That is facts. That is facts. All these Christians out here smoking the dope, they they doing premarital sex, they doing all this crazy stuff that quote unquote, if you if you are a follower of the Bible, it says that's bad. All of a sudden that's fine. But when it comes to LGBT, oh y'all going to hell. Oh, you're gonna be cursed to damn. Oh, the devil, oh, all that. It's wrong. Okay, if you think this gay person or trans person or whatever is going to hell, but you over here popping zannies and perks and, and spreading them legs, y'all both going to the same place. Because what, just like y'all said, because I know my Bible, it says, now one sin is higher than us. Right. So basically, we're going to see little Nas in hell, and he's going to see you too. That's going to be. <laughs> If you, like I said, if you subscribe to all that, that is right. that is pretty much what I what I'm saying. What I'm summing it up is basically, I support an artist being free to do their artistic expression however they see fit, um, but I ain't with the devil shit. So, <laughs> well, I think this was a great episode, and we want to get into some shout outs, and or unless there's something else you want to bring to the pod. Uh, no, that was it. That was it. Okay, any shout outs, Aaron? Um, yeah, uh, shout out to Bird, uh, Dad Loves You, um, shout out to Vanova Ruth, aka Baby Ruth, or wait a minute, it's Vanova Barber, aka Baby Ruth, uh, she's got her own, she's got her own shop right next to Primetime Barber Shop, uh, look her up on Booksy as, uh, Vanova Barber, check her out, book an appointment, she's there for you, she's dope, um, Shout out to Keon Ross Urban House Clothing. Shout out to our our viewership on YouTube. Shout out to our listenerships on uh, all of the platforms that we're on. You wanna you wanna drop a line at us? Shout out uh, shout out us at uh, hashtag Team, team uncut. uncut. Hashtag Team Uncut. You can hit us up on the email uncutpod at g at gmail.com, right? Mm-hmm. at gmail.com um, and I think that's all of my shout out okay um, so my shout outs will include Sammy as always I'm going to shout him out every pod um, shout out to Holly ain't shouted her in a while so shout out to her um, shout out to Kendra um, she is on dialysis looking for a kidney um, and she cannot work so therefore she relies on donations to help pay her bills and her kids bills so I'm going to put her cash app in the description and her Instagram page if you want to get a hold of her and support her. Um, shout out to Maurice. Didn't make it on this episode. He out there doing great things, but he will be back. <laughs> shout out <Sure>. to Seth. <laughs> um, what else? Is there anything else? Anybody else I want to get to? Um, no. But yeah, so we're going to fade on out. It's your girl, Morgan Alexis. Exiting the building. And it's your boy H. Now, the funky walker, dirty talking, none other than Scrubzilla Gray's killing it in a million ways. <laughs> <laughs>
I dig it. We out, y'all. Peace. Yeah.